When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, this is Derek Day from Classless Act, and you're listening to Jay Scott on the Hook Rocks. Have a rock and roll time listening to it, baby. today a uh, a spanking in south bend by cincinnati it looked like they were going to pull it out but when you turn the ball over three times and you've got a crappy offensive line and you've got a shaky quarterback situations when you do play a top 10 team those things do not bold well or a combination of those things so irish notre dame fighting irish are uh, have a one loss in the season they're four and one Diminishing any chance of getting to a BCS championship playoff series, which there's still a way to do it, but they're going to need a lot of help and a lot of things to happen. But nevertheless, we are in October, my favorite sports month. We got college football in full swing. We got baseball going into the postseason this week. The AL wildcard situation is just incredible. Yankees, Blue Jays. Boston fighting it out on the last weekend. They're all separated by a game or a game and a half. And if you look at the teams they're playing, Toronto's playing Baltimore, which is a bottom feeder, as is Washington, who's playing Boston. And New York has the the Rays, the Tampa Rays. So we'll see what happens come tomorrow night, who's in and who's not. And hockey season is knocking on the door. I know we finally put together our our Hook Rocks fantasy hockey team. So look for that, or who's ever on the uh, on that league, look for the email from me this week to set up the draft time. I am Jay Scott. This is the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. We are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, great family of music podcasts. 
can you check out my podcast on PantheonPodcast.com, as well as many others, namely Shout Out Loudcast, Cobras and Fire, Mistress Carrie, Martin Popoff, The Hanging and Banging Crew with Carmen Apiece, Vinny Apice, and Ron Anesti, plus many more. It's got a whole bunch of great music podcasts. Check them out. You can follow them also on Twitter at Pantheon Pods and look them up on Facebook, Pantheon Podcast, and that social platform, as you can do with The Hook Rocks. You can find The Hook Rocks on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at The Hook Rocks. Follow us wherever you do Get your podcast wherever you do listen. You can get all the latest and greatest Hook Rocks podcasts, all the old episodes, the new episodes. Set your app to automatic download so anytime a music or anytime a podcast drops, you get it right on your phone. Makes it an easy commute to and from work. It's a stress reliever. Hook Rocks podcast is a known stress reliever, folks. Not kidding you. Um, It's better than yoga. It's better than zen. Don't take my word for it. Do it and try it, and you will uh, you will enjoy it. September uh, we just ended was a fantastic month. Some of the best episodes we've done. Great feedback on a lot of things that we did. The warning episode that we just dropped here this past Tuesday was phenomenal, and uh, I, I couldn't believe the amount of people that listened to it in the areas that people viewed it. Um, just a great episode. They were fantastic, just full of enthusiasm, and it's infectious with what they're doing and how their approach to music is. And good luck to them on their EP coming out October 8th. That's Mayday. The Ronnie James Deal Legacy Show was great. We did a lot of cool album reviews this past month. Them Dirty Roses were on the new music spotlight. We interviewed Frank Hannon, of course, friend of the show, Skylab Tapes, Rob with a fantastic episode on streaming service sound quality. If you haven't checked that out, please do. And we let off the month this past Friday with another great emerging band called Classless Act. We had the singer Derek Day, who was absolutely awesome, absolutely phenomenal. They're a band with former New Music Spotlight guest Griffin Tucker, who's part of that band. So look for more singles to come out here by the end of the year. And look for their album to be released in 2022. And check out the episode. Check out the interview. Great perspective from Derek. Happy to have him on. And can't wait to have him on again when that album drops. Speaking of new albums, we are doing our quarterly review episode today. You guys love this ep- these episodes. You guys give us great feedback whenever we do. We have just finished the third quarter of 2021 So many phenomenal albums being released all year, and this quarter is no different. I'd like to welcome in, who who always does these episodes with me, friend of the show, great dude, great guy, West Virginia football team fan, the Vancouver Canuck fan, which I don't understand. I'd like to welcome in (laughs) Chris Corradetti. What's up, man? How are you? Good, good. I would like to say one thing real quick on behalf of the country. I know it's very arrogant of me to say this, but thank you, Cincinnati. Thank you, Cincinnati. Big win today. He's a friend of the show. He's also (laughs) an asshole, too, as well at certain moments. (laughs) Hey, my team is probably going to lose right now to Texas Tech. So if I can take joy in some other team losing, I'm okay with that. (laughs) Well, like I said, you know, the – Wisconsin game with ND kind of gave everybody a false sense of hope 
and false sense of how good Notre Dame was. And truth be told, they're just not a good football team this year, especially on the offensive side of the ball where they just can't get any running game going. They can't protect the quarterback, and they can't get good play from the quarterback. They had three different quarterbacks play today. And usually when that happens outside of injury or even when there is injuries, when you have three quarterbacks playing, you are probably not going to win too many games with that. I would agree with that, yeah. (laughs) So here we are, back doing the quarterly review of the albums that have been released from July, August, and September. We love doing these episodes, even though there's a bit of stress involved when we are picking. I do think, though, that after the first episode we did that reviewed January, February, March, we've kind of gotten a little bit of a rhythm going with how we process yeah. things and how we how we you know are, are rating albums. And again, I say this at the beginning of every episode that we do, we are not reviewers. And I know I do constant reviews and album reviews, but you know I, I'm not a critic. I am a fan telling you what I like and what I, and why I like it. And I will never do a review or an episode of a review that is telling you what I don't like and how I don't like something because to me that's not what I'm here for but we do this to celebrate music and celebrate the great music that is 2021 and this quarter was no different what are your thoughts you know before we begin this was uh, I I thought the third quarter of 2020 was the hardest one to kind of figure out um, as we've been doing that, you know, since we've been doing this, but this quarter blew that one away, both, both in the, the quantity, but the, and the quality of music, it's a crazy amount of really, really, really good stuff um, that came out this quarter. And this was the hardest list for me to not only uh, come up with a, a, a list of 10, but then to rank them. So, you know, my number one is my number one. And then two through two through 10 are completely interchangeable. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a, it's a hard quarter. No doubt about it. I will say this. I just determined my number one just before the show. I listened to both albums that were in the running, uh, prior, you know, to the, to doing this. I listened to them this morning I finally made my decision. As far as the last three, the top, you know, eight, nine, and ten, there mm-hmm. are there are two that could have very well made the list had I woke up at a different time, a different hour, if I, you know, went to bed earlier. It just, I don't know. The I knew the ten albums. I had I had like thirteen albums, and. I knew I, I, I nailed it down to my top ten, but I was still hemming and hawing with some stuff. It wasn't difficult to know which albums were were should be on outside of like the the three that were out on the outside looking in on my list. Mm-hmm. The rankings for me were the toughest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. The rankings Absolutely. were were really tough. So my list. Keep in mind who's ever listening, and to those listening. We never share. You and I never share our picks. No. We don't know who what, what Chris is going to pick, or I don't know what Chris, who Chris is going to pick, and he doesn't know who I'm going to pick. So we never share anything. Um, I, we do have conversations throughout, and I can kind of right. guess maybe this album will probably be, but I don't know where it's going to be ranked and vice versa. But, yes, we do not share. So these are a surprise to both of us 
uh, as they are a surprise to you. So I, we do appreciate you listening as always. And this is always a good opportunity for those listening to take what we say with these albums and go and seek them out and go listen to them and determine for yourself if, if we're crazy or if we're right on target or if we fit into what you're listening to or your taste in music. So please do that. That is the, the whole idea of these shows is to tell you what's been great over the last three months and for you to take some notes, write some stuff down and go listen to it. So hopefully you do that. Yeah. I love, I, I, I both love the end of a quarter and I hate the end of a quarter. I love the end of a quarter because I love the, the stress of getting this list together. I hate the end of the quarter when we talk with other people and they give us their lists and I write them down and I look at it and I go, I don't know who that is. Oh, I forgot about that. Who's that? Oh shit. I've got like all these albums that I never listened to. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. in that sense, I hate that, but <laughs> no, that is definitely, that's tough. That is really tough. Um, but yeah, let's, um, let's get into it here. I'm going to go first because you went first last time. Sure. So let's begin. This is an album that was referred to me by the Heavy Rock Show, Kaz, at East London Radio. She's been really high on this album, and I checked it out a couple of weeks ago. I was absolutely amazed. I was blown away, not just because of the music. The music is very diverse, and... It just has so much emotion in it, which was really surprising. I did not expect it. They're a band that's very similar to Ghost in how they're very secret and they're very theatrical. Um, And they have like, it's almost like, you know, when you watch their videos, it's like a performance. Um, The PR person that represents them, who I have a good relationship with, sent me the advance of the album. And I requested an interview and he responded, (laughs) they don't do interviews. That's the whole dynamic of the band. I'm like, that's so badass that they do that. (laughs) I love when bands do that. So my number 10 is Sleep Token, which uh, just released the album. This place will become your tomb. It's at everything, man. It's got, it's hard to explain this band. It really is. So Joe, go check it out. And if you don't like it, the first listen, give it a second spin and see what you think. But it's a very emotional theatrical record that I just absolutely love. So thank you, Kaz, for the referral on this. My number 10 is Sleep Token. This place will become your tomb. Good pick. I've listened to it twice. And I think your recommendation of Hey, if you don't like this in the first listen, make sure you give it a second one. Because on the first one, it's not that I didn't like it. I just kind of sat there and was like, what am I listening to? Right, right. You know, and then the second one, you go, okay, I'm getting this now. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good pick. Good pick. Awesome. Um, so my number 10 was um, a recommendation from a guy named Devil DJ something on Twitter. Um, I'm going to overlook the fact that he's an obvious Duke fan because I don't like that, but the guy knows his music. It's um, the band out of New Orleans, uh, Zeta, and the album is Hardly Alive. Uh, they are a self-described 
on their website as a this is New Orleans take on classic rock. Uh, lead singer's got killer vocals. It kind of on some songs reminds me of uh, um, oh geez, I'm blanking on his name. Ehab from South of Eden, like on songs like uh, The Wife. Um, great, great, great guitar work. And then there's a surprise. The lead singer can rock the trombone. Strong is the band that can successfully work in a guitar solo and a trombone solo. I know some of you out there are laughing at this. It works. It really works. Um, a lot of soul in their songs, um, especially there's a song called Smoke that I think has like a real kind of Santana soulful vibe. Um, I think my favorite's High Rise, Sweet Desire. But a really fun, fun album um, that I think a lot of people would like. So uh, if you guys are looking for something classic Rocky with a little bit of a curveball to it, check this out. It's good stuff. Vita has been on a lot of lists that I've seen. It has. Yeah. I, I was very happy to see that. Very happy to see that. Yeah. I need to check it out. I have not listened to it. So I need to listen to that. I have not, uh, not checked that out. So that's on my to-do list here in October. I have a lot of albums that are on my to-do list. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. I know people listen to this, yeah. but as we saw last year, there was quite a few albums that didn't end up on either one of ours top 10 th- on the quarters, but at the end of the right. year, there was a handful that showed up. So, um, right. bear that in mind. I, I feel confident. And this is all I will say. I will feel confident that I'll have at least one or two in at the very least, the top 10 that I haven't made a list yet. You know, ones that kind of fall through the cracks you didn't know about or came out too late or for whatever reason that just didn't make a list that I'm in love with. So I imagine we'll have some, some similar ones like that. Awesome. All right, let's pull up one of the Groove Council's uh, list. For those of you who don't know, Chris and I belong to a, a group chat with other new music lovers in terms of new bands and emerging artists, and we share music with one another. Uh, it's got some great people on board, and they provide lists to us whenever we do this. We ask them for their list when we do these quarterly episodes. So, we're going to start off with who we just mentioned, who I just mentioned, Kaz from the Heavy Rock Show on East London Radio. You can check out her show every Friday, and she posts it, and you can just search the Heavy Rock Show and give her a follow. She's a tremendous, knowledgeable person on music, very passionate about new artists and new bands, and she's going to have something special, too, coming up in, I think, the first quarter of 2022, maybe the last quarter of 2021, where she's going to be giving her talents to another well-known, how do I say this without giving it away, a a (laughs) well-known music publication that focuses on new bands and new artists. So look out for that. Look out for that. So let's get to her list at number 10. The band Beertooth and the album Below released in, you know what? She, this was released in June, Kaz. <laughs> These group council people never look at a calendar, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's July, August, September, Kaz. Come on. Well, that one's disqualified. 
But if, you know, she might put it on her year-end list. Again, Beer Tooth and then the album's below. But I just I just looked at the release date, 25th of June, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Anyway, moving on to her number nine is Sweet Crisis, the album Tricks on My Mind, released That's in August. Uh, I know a lot of people like this. This is an, um, a band that I, like, forgot about because they did a cover of... Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank now. They did an old blues number cover like three, four years ago, two, three, four years ago, something like that. And it was awesome. And I checked out some of their other stuff, and it was really good. And oddly enough, I was just thinking about this band probably earlier this year. I'm like, whatever happened to that band that did that cover? And I couldn't remember. And then when you posted the album cover that you got it in the mail, I'm like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. let me check them out. So I pulled them up on Spotify, and sure enough – it was the band that I had forgotten about. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's them. That's that's who I was trying to think of. So, yeah, they are a great band. They've been around for a little yeah, while. A little while. Yeah. yeah, a little while. And, you know, they've got some some great stuff, uh, there, you know, with, with, with this album, Tricks on My Mind. Uh, they also had, the, the I think the, the cover was Oh Well which I think is an old Fleetwood Mac song, I want to say, Peter Green. Okay. I want to say, I might be wrong on that, but it's actually tremendous. So I think that was released in 2020. So just, you know, a little bit under two years. I think it was at the beginning of 2020. Um, But they are a great band. They are a great band. So glad to see that on the list for Kaz. Number eight, Caskets, Last Souls, released August 13th, Melodic Metal of the Finest Kind, she says. Favorite cha- track is Clarity. Um, number seven is Tova. Happy Music for Sad People. It's an EP released in August. This debut EP has elevated their sound to another level. Favorite track is Happy People. Moving on to number six is Dear Mother. The album is Bulletproof. Release day July 16th. Loves their mix of synth with heavy riffs. Favorite song is Invincible. Number five is Neon Fields, self-titled EP, release date just at the end of September. So she got it in, just uh, (laughs) doing the time limbo, uh, Kaz over there. Definitely smitten with Ed Barrett's voice. That velvety texture gives her chills. Favorite track is Light Them Up. Number four is the EP White Buffalo by Crownlands, released September 16th. Echoes of Led Zeppelin, but fresh and current. Very interesting sound. Favorite track, White Buffalo. Number three, we go to Sleep Token, which I just mentioned. She was the one that referred me to this band. Great band. This place will become your tune. September 24th was the release date. Dreamy and atmospheric. That's a great way to describe it. It's very atmospheric. It's got an incredible atmosphere from the first to the last song. Highly recommend seeing them live if you get the chance. Unique is the only way to describe their show. Favorite track is Hypnosis. Number two is Marching in Time, the new solo album by Mark Tremonti. Release date, September 24th. Hard and heavy rock at its best. And number one, A Pale Horse Named Death. And the album is Infernum in Terra. Released September 24th. I have not heard this, so I need to check this out. It's a great album. Right up her dark and heavy street with riffage of the finest, and then I could feel deep in my belly. Favorite track is Reflections of the Dead. So check them out. Seems like a 
fantastic band. Great list, All guys. Right, so, great list. Yeah, great list, Cap. All right. My number nine. <sighs> I, I, I There's so much to love about this album. It's such a great album. I, I mean, like, there's no reason why it's number nine. Just as there'd be no reason it was number two, and no reason it's number five. It's just a great album that could be anywhere on this list. Um, yeah. Just looking looking forward to seeing them in November here local locally to the Chicago area. They're a great live band. This is a fantastic album, and it's Blacktop Mojo, the self-titled album. It's an awesome album. Very good album. Very good album. And, and like... You know, and you'll, you'll agree with me. Any of these albums could, depending on the day, could be in my top five, could be anywhere. But it is a fantastic Oh, absolutely. Album. Yeah. Completely interchangeable, <laughs> this list. So I yes. agree with you. So what's, what you got? What you got for number nine? I have a feeling we're going to be talking about this album again. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to talk about that album again. <laughs> um, my number nine, um, and like much like you just said, I can't believe it's number nine, but... I, you know, so be it is um, a wonderful album from uh, Chris Stone, Kingfish Ingram. The album Six Six Two, great bluesy guitar, great lyrics, heartfelt lyrics, a lot of soul. Just, I, I'm going to see him in Denver uh, at the end of. Octo- uh, at the end of this month <laughs> now that we're in October uh, and I am really looking forward to it um, if, you, if no one out there has heard this album yet it, it's certainly worth your time but if you just want to listen to one song to get the flavor of the album go to the bonus track um, it is uh, online on YouTube and I'm sure other streaming services but the, the track is rock and roll and it's everything that this album is about again it, it's stellar bluesy guitar work it's it's deep lyrically it, it, it's heartfelt and again it's just phenomenal I, I i wish i could better describe how great it is but it's something that you need to listen to and experience so definitely check that out out of this list i will say it's the only album that i actually don't have a physical copy of yet because the vinyl doesn't get released until the end of the month. <laughs> so it's, it's the one album as I'm talking that I can't flip over and, and look at it or open and see the liner notes or the CD or anything. So um, that's kind of a bummer. But it's certainly worth a listen, if not a purchase for everyone out there. How did you find the, this artist? Uh, I stumbled across him several years ago and I believe it's on Spotify. Uh, hold on. I have my nerdy little spreadsheet here. And I found that Spotify. Yeah. So I, my guess is it just popped up on like a release, my release radar. Um, and he, he had an album two years ago, two, three years ago, 2017 or 18, that kind of hooked me on him. And I was following him on Twitter, and that's how I saw the new one come out. And, sensational i know christy saw him christine eagle saw him back in august in la and she had nothing but great things to say and that's exactly what i wanted to hear <laughs> that's awesome i gotta check that out too I've, I've only given a few songs a listen but i really need to check that out you it's right up your alley right up your alley 
you, you, you will enjoy this. I imagine if you listen to this album right after an album that I have a gut feeling that you're going to talk about at some point tonight, it, it, they'll go hand in hand together and you'll just kind of go, yeah, yeah, that works. Before we get to another list that we read from one of our followers, I just wanted to mention Kaz's honorable mention list that we I forgot to say. Uh, her oh, three honorable mentions are Late Night Savior, the album In Ruins, All Good Things, A Hope in Hell, and The Spacing Effect, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. So check those three albums. One of those would make her top ten since the last... I think her number 10th rated album is Disqualified. So We had a lot of that this time around now, didn't we? <laughs> a yes. lot of disqualification. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the conversations leading up to this episode are epic. There was one moment <laughs> where people were going back and forth so fast on albums and lists or whatever the hell they were talking about. And I was like, oh my God, slow down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> because... I've got to go through the DMs to get these lists. Thankfully, I was smart this time, and I was screenshotting them because if you wait like an hour with this group, you'll like oh, hell no. be digging. <laughs> you'll be digging for the list. It's just crazy. But yeah. Let's get to our next followers list, and that is Skylab. Rob at Skylab Tapes. He uh, is a great guest of this show. Check out, like I said in the beginning. The sound quality of streaming services, which one has the best, and how to make your streaming service sound better. It'll surprise you. The most popular streaming service is not the best sounding quality. So listen to that episode. It's released in the middle of September, and hopefully uh, you find it educational, and you enjoy it, and you take his advice on how to improve your listening experience. So Rob is a great guest, very informative. People love it and look forward to having him on again soon His, Rob's episodes are awesome it is they are big. really really awesome he has so much knowledge and he has so much to offer that even if you don't like some of the topics that we discuss or maybe the new bands isn't your thing which I don't know why but whatever check out his episodes you will find something in everything he speaks about so yes, uh, definitely check out his audio episodes which we are going to be doing once a quarter, uh, talk to him, and, and he's going to be appearing every three months or so on the Hook Rocks with a different audio topic. So look forward to that. His, well, now that we just blew sunshine up, Rob, that yeah, um, I just realized that you skipped somebody. Who did I you, skip? You you skipped someone in the list. You skipped Christy. I I'm not skipping. I, I I have not skipped. Oh, you have an order. My, yes. my well, bad. well, her first list had to be edit, revised. Edit, edit. <laughs> had to be revised. So that's true. so yes. So when I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, I can't use that one because that's not the one with that's an album true. that she wanted to put on there. So she can't read a calendar. Yes, yes, and neither can Kaz at this point. So. Let's work on that. Maybe we should do a podcast episode on how to properly read a 12-month, 365-day calendar. In quarters. In quarters. <laughs> Quart. So it's Quart. Quart means four. Quart. Anyway. Um, a quarter means four. Like 25 cents and 50 cents and 75 cents equals a dollar. Four quarters make up a dollar. Four quarters make up a year. 
So remember that. Anyway, so Skylab tapes quarter three, 2021 new releases at number 10, Cal L dark majesty, Gary Kemp at number nine in solo. Thy catafalque. I can't pronounce. I was waiting for you to pronounce that one. <laughs> thy, thy, thy catafalque. The album is Vadek, V A D A K. What the hell is he listening to? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what are you listening to, man? I can't even. Thy catafalque. I'm going to go with that. It's C A T A F A L Q U E. That's the name of the band. At number seven, The Dead Deads, Tell Your Girls It's All Right. Number six, La Prouse, Ephelion. Number five, the self-titled album, Blacktop Mojo. Number four, The Age of Truth, Resolute. Number three, The Big Big Train, Common Ground. Number two, Hardline, Heart, Mind, and Soul. And number one, the Neil Morse band, Innocence and Danger. His honorable mentions are Dr. Smoke, Dreamers and the Dead, Ed or Edge of Paradise, The Unknown, and Steve Hackett, Surrender of Silence. So good, strong list there from Rob. Very strong list. Except Rob, yeah. uh, maybe a qualification next quarter is I must be able to pronounce the name of the band. <laughs> they need to send you Twitter handles and pronunciation. Yes. <laughs> for yes. their year-end list. Yeah. Jesus. Um, all right. Moving on to my number eight. Uh, this is a genre of music that I absolutely love. It is about a good, the good times. It's about the party. It's about the back alleys of the rock and roll. And there's a band out of UK that does it just as good as anyone I've ever heard, like LA Guns or Faster Pussycat. The band is Takeaway Thieves, and the album is Nine. Such a fantastic album. I know the boys worked on this for a while, but um, 13 Feathers is a great song. Snakes and Daggers, Hot Cat, I Love Spider, Honky Tonk, The End, Stranger in This Town, which is a beautiful track. Um, You can't go wrong with anything that they've done on this album. Very, very, um, a very big step from them, from their previous EP in terms of writing, in terms of sonically, the band really has raised their level of play and raised their level of music. Uh, if you like bands like Faster Pussycat, L.A. Guns, Sleazebees, Driving and Crying, all those types of bands, check out Takeaway Thieves and the album Nine. I love that song, Spiders. That's a good pick. Good, good pick on the album, but also a good song, yeah. Nice yeah. job. All right. Um, as I as I look at my number eight, um, I I kind of wanted to. I hope you pick this one so we can continue to talk about it. But I'm going to tell you the album. I'm going to tell you the title. But I'm not going to talk about the album. The album is Heavy Shoes from the Cold Stairs. It's a great album. You should all go listen to it. But I would like to take thirty seconds to tell you how incredibly fucking amazing they are live and how incredibly insane Brian Mullen's playing is live. Except I can't describe it. It's clean. It's impactful. It's, it's obviously percussive. 
it's so fantastic. They are such a band. They're such a great band live that after I saw them, I came home the next morning, I put the vinyl on and I literally had to go to the stereo and mess with it to turn the bass up as high as I could to get the same feel and it didn't work. They're so good live that it kind of takes away from listening to them at home or in the car. And I think that's a huge compliment. <laughs> I'm shocked that this album uh, is it's number so eight low. on your list. I, I, <laughs> yes. my, my first thought when you said that was, what the fuck? Like, seriously? Like, what else I'm is on you, your man, list? I, you could, this could very easily be like number two, number three, number, it, it's up. This is a plug and play list, man. It's incredible. The, the quality, I feel the quality of my list that this is at number eight that this awesome piece of vinyl in my hand is at number eight. We will be talking about this album soon. So uh, we'll have more time to reflect on it. But yeah, Yeah. I I am shocked. I I would like to add one more thing. Sure. Chris's guitar solo in Prosecution Blues. Don't laugh, but it's Jimmy Page-esque. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> I, I'm not laughing. I, I totally get it. When, you know, when I saw them live too, I felt the same thing. Like his riffs are like a combo of like Sabbath and Zeppelin and ACDC ish. And then you got some really cool Delta blues influence too, in his touch uh-huh. and the way he plays. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't think that's a far stretch or ridiculous at all. I think that's right on. Well, then I look forward to talking about them more later. All right, so let's go into the next list, and that is Turbo, our friend Turbo from Tennessee. Always a uh, – how do I describe – world Worldwide connoisseur of the fuzz. Yes, yes. Like, like he always has – I don't know where he finds these bands. I really don't because, like, I think I know a lot about new music and new bands. And then when I see him post, I like, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know half these bands. Like, who are these people, you know? But he, um, he's just, yeah, he's just got an, a, a, a great taste in, in what people call doom rock or stoner rock. You know, to me, it's, yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, bands from the 60s and 70s, like Hawkwind and Sabbath and all that other stuff. So, I don't, you know, I'm not a big fan of the subgenre labels, but that's where we're at with, you know, with Stoner Rock and some of the other stuff that is put out. But he's always got an interesting list. He's an interesting follow. You can follow him at Turbo Kaye or Turbo K-Y-A. Again, that's at Turbo K-Y-A. Uh, great musical friend, great Groove Council member, always has a great list. Let's get into it. So, his honorable mentions are Solar Mantra. Now, just listen to the names of these bands. I mean, they even <laughs> sound they even sound kick-ass. So, Solar Mantra, the album Away. Uh, Holy Death Trio, the album is Introducing. At number 10 is Cadabra, the album Ultra. Number 9 is Mother Trucks. Uh, the album is Mother, Mother. Trucka out yeah. of your backyard in Chicago. Mo, mo, yeah, I'm sorry, Mother Trucka, and the album is Mother Trucks. So I can check them out. Uh, number eight is Terminus, the Silent Bell Toll from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, so I need to check them out too as well. 
At number seven, Have Blue, Learning to Die from Berlin. Number six is Melt, self-titled album from Pittsburgh. Number eight, Suncraft, Flat Earth Rider from Oslo, Norway. Number four, The Lords of Altamont, Tune In, Turn On, Electrify from Los Angeles. Number three is Cal-El, and that's Dark Majesty from Stavanger, Norway, another band from Norway. Now, keep in mind, I have not heard of any of these bands at all. Okay. Number two is Baracho, Pound of Flesh from D.C. And number one is our boys in Age of Truth, the album Resolute from Philadelphia. So check out all those bands from Turbo KYA's list. Follow them on Twitter at Turbo KYA. Great list. Interesting music. Can't wait to dive into the stuff that he's recommended. I love Turbo's list. That's a really strong list. Yeah, again, like I'm reading these names, you know, and I'm like, I have not heard of any of these bands. I mean, usually, you know, Skylab and Robin the Hood, they usually put out some stuff that I'm, I'm not familiar with. But but Turbo. Kaz too, yep. Yeah, and Kaz. Yeah, but Turbo just like... Like, there was one album that I had heard of on that list. <laughs> I have... This is the Turbo Effect. I think I mentioned this. I have five of those... I've purchased five of those albums, and four of them I have on my Bandcamp wish list, or three of them, or something like that. Yeah. That's good stuff. He does. He does. Good stuff. He does put out some good stuff. So, on to my number seven, onto our number sevens. And I tell you, when you... Mix heavy metal and social commentary. It's difficult to do. It really is because sometimes the message may get lost, especially in a, in a hard, heavy album. That's not the case with this one. The social commentary is front and center. The music merges or mixes well with the lyrics and what the artist is yeah. saying. I uh, love this album. I love everything about it. I love talking with him back in August when the album came out. Uh, the artist is D. Snyder, and the album is Leave a Scar. Some great moments on this album, some great social commentary. Um, we talked a lot on the episode about the song Open Season. We talked a lot about Time to Choose, Silent, Silent Battles, um, just some great, great songs. It is, you know, uh, you know, people are expecting a Twisted Sister-like album. That's no. not what you're going to get. Uh, this is a heavy metal album. This is right down your throat, right in your face. So be prepared. Uh, sonically, it's great. The album is awesome. This is like the first album he's written in, gosh, I want to say two decades, maybe even longer. I forget what he said in the interview, but it's been a while since he's put something out that wasn't a covers album. I believe this is the first album he's written since Strangeland. I think that's correct. This was a, I enjoyed listening to this album um, as, as someone who follows him on Twitter and gets a kick out of his treatment of dumbasses. <laughs> um, a lot of a lot of that comes through in some of these songs. I, I love the attitude and the edge and the, the the I'm fed up with all of this kind of 
mantra that he had um, in the writing, and I thought it came through really well. So it was a great album and a great pick. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, it's always fun uh, to watch D interact with people that want to give him grief or want to give him a hard time on his views. What's always interesting is, I think, I think everybody does this, but when he was speaking up for heavy metal and hard rock in the 80s with the PMRC, no one had a problem. No one had a problem with him not staying in his lane, as people like to say. But right. now, if he's telling you, get vaccinated, wear a mask, all of a sudden you hear, stick to singing, D, wear your, you know, stay in your lane. You can't have it both ways, right? I always believe, and as D mentioned in the interview, is he's using his platform for people that may not have a voice or may not have the ability to have a loud voice. And who better to have that loud voice is D. Snyder. So this album does reflect a lot of what he feels and what he is thinking at this time. And what's really interesting is this album more or less is a diary of his thoughts. And when you look back on his career someday and you, and you reflect on D's career, this album will stick out because of that. So it's a great album. I highly recommend that you check it out. It's a great heavy metal album. It's a great album to listen to when you're trying to get pumped up and and uh, get excited about something. So check out Leave a Scar by D. Snyder. All right. So my number seven is uh, a band that's been around been around for a while and, and is a total comfort pick for me. And I didn't even realize that the album was coming out. When it did, I jumped on it. And it was everything that I wanted it to be. Um, and it's the album, The Sum of All Things from Tantric. Um, it's the same old Tantric. Uh, you know, if you followed them, it's the same old Tantric. It's, it's melodic, big hooks. Um, and this album is, is a little different. It's, it's kind of um, a little lyrically introspective. And, you know, I, I almost think it's, it sounds like it's uh, uh, more representative of someone who's comfortable in their adulthood, if that makes any sense whatsoever. And one of the things that I've always liked about Tantric um, has stayed consistent with this album, even though they've been around 20 plus years, is that Hugo's vocals are still at the top of his game. He sounds amazing. Uh, and that made me really happy. But, um, you know, uh, I think my favorite song on the, it's hard. I, I, I'm looking at the back of it and I see all of them. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the fourth song is, it's kind of like an 80s album in a sense. Like the fourth song is the ballad, you know, and then you got a song about his, his uh, wife or his girlfriend, his child. You know, there's songs about acceptance and growing, but uh, I like Pushover and The Sum of All Things and Alone, the first track, uh, Really, really good stuff. It's not necessarily a newer band per se, but an established artist who put out a, a killer album. Uh, one that I, I think has would have like a big, broad appeal. So uh, hopefully some folks out there will give this a listen. Awesome. I need to check that out too. So thank you for that. So uh, Tantric is a band that I've, I've been aware of for a while, and I just uh, have not heard their new album. So looking forward to that. On to the list for at Rock These Tweets, Chris Preston, who's been on the show a few times, puts out a great list up there, up north in Canada. So he uh, he has a another one who has issues with the calendar. Yes, yes, 
again. <laughs> so that was what makes it three. So we have Christy, Kaz, yeah. and Chris. So maybe we should do that class. Maybe we should do that educational episode. <laughs> yeah. Maybe somebody have have somebody from the Air Force. You can do that. You're in Colorado. Just go drive up to the Air Force and say, hey, we need someone to teach a class on the calendar, you know, how, how we determine a 24-hour day, how we determine seven days a week, why there's 12 months in a year. I think that'd be awesome. I think our listeners would love something like that. Especially, I know three people at least would love that on the Groove Council. Not that that we're calling anyone out, but no, 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 not at all, not at all. All right, which is a shame because Chris's list is really good. It is really good. This is. I'm just making sure this is the revive list. So, yeah, who did he have on? Who did he have on that we had to take off? Wolfgang. Yes. Yes. Wolfgang, the album that was released in June. Okay. Or Mammoth, sorry. Mammoth, yeah. So the honorables are the DGs, Hail Satan, Edge of Paradise, The Unknown, and Danko Jones, Power Trio. Danko Jones' album. That's really a great good. album. Yeah. Great album. Number 10, Angels and Airwaves, Life Forms. Tom DeLong continues to craft pol- polished punk. Melodic alt rock, one of their best. Number nine, the Killers, Pressure Machine, a change of pace from the bombastic Killers of prior albums. It's so beautifully introspective and personal. Number eight, Inglorious Heroin, love their hard rock take on these songs by some fantastic female artists, flawlessly performed. So check that out. That's their second release this year. Number seven which was also the same as my number seven, D. Snyder, Leave a Scar. Skull crushingly heavy, but with so many great hooks. Number six, Night Ranger, A-T-B-P-O, which means, and the band played on. Heavier than I expected from them, but in a good way. Great stuff from these AOR legends. I agree. It's a great album. Number five, Blacktop Mojo, self-titled album, killer blend of grunge, southern blues rock. Number four, Hardline, second time that's made. Heart, Mind, and Soul, melodic hard rock at its best. Johnny Gioelli has such a great voice. Number three, again, Tremonti, Marching in Time. Number two, Iron Maiden, Senjutsu, epic vintage maiden, everything you love about them and the best they've done in years. And number one, Lee Aaron, Radio On, the rock album of the summer, the best of 70s, 80s, melodic rock, with a modern vibe. So check out all the albums on Chris's list. You can follow Chris at rock. These tweets, great uh, person with a lot of great music knowledge. He's been on the show three or four times. I want to say, so check him out. Uh, great list from Chris. That Lee Aaron album is really good. I, he turned me on to that. That's a good album. All right. So getting to my number six, we're moving on. We're almost at the top five. Uh, this is a band that I've had on the New Music Spotlight and just absolutely love this album, love this band. Uh, just this album is so good. And what's so awesome is I had to convince the singer how good this album is when I had him on the podcast. And the album <laughs> is Resolute, and the band is Age of Truth. 
That was actually really funny when you had him on. And that was a good, a good episode, but that was a great point. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this is a great album. He's like, really? I'm like, yes, it's a really good album. This is a fantastic album. I mean, this, you know, from the moment with Palace of Pain into Horse Whip, the album just explodes when you listen to it. Um, yeah. A Promise of Nothing, Seven Words, I Won. The whole album from the first track to the seventh is just absolutely breathtaking. It is a fantastic record. This is a band that needs representation, that needs PR, that needs a management company because they need to bring this to festivals, not just up in Maryland or near Philadelphia where they're at, but they need to get on like a two-month tour or however many months and play some festivals, play some metal festivals. People will fucking love them. They are awesome. And that's my rant about Age of Truth. A good rant. It's a good rant. It's a good album, and and quite popular within our group. Yes, quite popular. Yes. My only regret is I didn't get the special edition vinyl. I got the CD, and then when I saw all you bastards get your special limited edition vinyl, I'm like, oh man, that looks so badass. But and then some people, like noted Raiders fan Robin the Hood, got both colors. Yeah, he did. He got both colors, but they need to do another run of those vinyls because I, I need I need that red vinyl, big time. I have the red. It looks great. Yeah, but no, it's a fantastic album that could have easily made my top five. There's so many good albums in this recorder, but it's just a fantastic album. And if you're listening, Kevin, this album is awesome. You need to get on the road with this album. You guys need to do something with this because for for you guys just to play locally or just in the East Coast is not doing your band justice and it's not doing this album justice. This needs to be played. This needs to get more ears on it. This is a fantastic album. This is an elite album of 2021. No question. I cannot argue with a single thing you just said. All true. All right. What do you got for number six? Number six. Um, I have now just completely missed. Here it is. Uh, number six is one that was on your list and one that we can continue to talk about. It's the self-titled album from Blacktop Mojo. Um, a little bit of a change in direction with this album, you know, from the last one in that it's, you know, it, seems it comes off to me at least a lot more serious you know love loss money reflection vulnerability kind of thing um but with that said it's a it's a phenomenal album um vocals are always going to be great with matt james but uh, a lot of killer riffs but uh a lot of great lines of lyric in this that still just stick in my head you know, you know, like my personal favorite, the felonious proclivities, but you know, um, some other stuff like, would you choose yesterday or tomorrow or, um, cash is king and you're the jester, honey, like stuff really catchy, but deep lyrics that stay with me. It is one of the two albums that ended up being my lawnmower music, uh, for the entire summer. 
um, or for the bulk of summer since this came out. But I absolutely love it. And as I've said with every album so far on this list, I can't believe it's in the position that it's in. So for this one, six. But uh, the highest of recommendations on this album. Love it. What, you know, in terms of this band, what attracts you about this band the most? Um, for me, it's, it's, I love his vocals. I, I absolutely love his vocals. But with that said, I think right behind that is they've got two guys in Ryan Kiefer and, and Chuck Buckner who, who really, really handle the guitar. That's kind of like a, a, a fantastic dual guitar attack that's, that really complements the songwriting and then obviously Matt's vocals. But for me, Without a doubt, the attraction to this band is, is Matt James's vocals. Yeah, I I um I, I love it. I mean, you know, when you think of the whole album, the way it's put together, produced wise, sonically wise, it's just fantastic. And I really do think the band took a huge step from their previous release prior to that. Under the sun, yes. <laughs> and I know they released an EP during the pandemic, but. Yep. You know, I just, I mean, I love Bed Tundy. Just Bed a great Tundy, way yeah. to, to open up an album. Latex, Rewind, Jealousy. I love Do yep. It For The Money. Darling, I Won't Tell. It is a great album. It really is. It's just a... It's, and, and to finish it with Taillights, uh, is, yeah. you know, it, it's a great way to end an album. Um, again, with, as with all of these, there's not a, a, a skippable song on any of these albums. No. It, it, it is top to bottom worth the money. Absolutely. That's Blacktop Mojo's self-titled album at number six. We're just approaching the top five, but we're going to get into another one of our followers, another member of the Groove Council, and that is at High Stick Mick, at H-I Stick Mick. He's a fellow Chicagoan. I think he's sending you some Jardinier. Yeah, looking forward to that. See, that, not only do we talk music, but we, we, we send each other food which is really interesting. Yeah. But, but I'm hoping Thanks, to see, Mike. <laughs> I'm hoping to see Mike and Rob Skylab tapes at the Blacktop Mojo show in November. So hopefully that happens. Let's get and Mike's it. got a great list. Yes. Yes. And he's a new member of the Groove Council. So he just has been like with us for like a month. So let's get to it. All right. So number his honorable mentions are Southern Avenue, Be the Love You Want, Mike Zito, Resurrection, getting into his top 10, King Mountain, Kingdom of Shadows, number number 9, Iron Maiden, Senjutsu, number 8, Evandale, All or Nothing, number 7, The Cold Stairs, number 6, Tremonti, Marching in Time, Number five, Shaw Davis and Black Ties, Red Sun Rebellion. Number four, Samantha Fish, Twisted Ambition. Number three, Blacktop Mojo again, their self-titled album. Number two, Chris Stone, Kingfish. And number one, another number one, is Age of Truth, Resolve. So there you go, Age of Truth. I mean, it's a good album. (laughs) But great list from Mike. Awesome list. Yes, absolutely. Nice job, Mike. All right. All right. What do we got? So we're into the top Five? fives. And this is the only EP 
that I have in my top 10, I typically, not that I shy away from putting EPs on, but it's really hard to put an EP on when it's only got four, five, six songs on it. But this EP is absolutely tremendous. It's just for, for two people to make this album and really go after it. And I, when, when I say that, I mean like, man, they really, the, the arrangements, the lyrics, the music, sonically, everything is the complete package. They do a lot of EPs. I don't know if they've ever done a full-length album. And they like to really, really provide quality music. And they feel with how they create is less is more. If they can do four songs and those four songs are unbelievably awesome, they're only going to put out the four songs. If there's five songs, whatever. But that's how they approach their music. And you can't argue with it because the EP is absolutely phenomenal. And that's Crownlands. The EP is called White Buffalo. This EP is, like I said, I cannot say enough about The artwork of the album is even cool. The whole idea of White Buffalo and what that means is absolutely phenomenal. I had a great interview with the band, and you can check it out, and they really talk a lot about what their platform is and what they sing about, and it's very interesting. They're, they're a great new band, one of my favorite new bands out there. Um, the songs Inner Light, the, the title track White Buffalo, the Witching Hour, Electric Witch, is a fantastic song. And then the Oracle, that is over 13 minutes long. And there's two people playing that stuff. Now, <laughs> they, they, they mentioned the challenge of playing this live. I would love to see them live to see how they do it because it, it's got to be absolutely tremendous. So Crownlands, if you like Zeppelin, if you like Rush, they're heavily influenced by the Holy Trinity, Rush. Alex, Neil, and Getty. So go check them out. Crownlands, the EP, White Buffalo. Good pick. I, I, I love Inner Light. That, that, that's on right up my alley. Great stuff. All right. So number five. Um, I believe this is a debut album. And, and we briefly touched on it uh, a moment ago. Um, but it's Tricks on My Mind from Sweet Crisis. Uh, I've listened to this a lot. A lot. It's so, so good. It's kind of a modern classic rock with soul and blues kind of thing. A um, lot of energy. Super catchy. Phen- I use phenomenal a lot, but the phenomenal guitar work and, and excellent vocals. Um, this is a, a band that I absolutely think is right up your alley. Uh, but it, it, again, if you really want to listen to one song off this album, I would absolutely recommend the song Ain't Got Soul. It's probably one of the top five songs that I've heard that's been released this year. Wow. Uh, it, it's, it's, that song is worthy of a purchase on its own. Um, it's that good, but, uh, you know, I was kind of reading up on them when I first uh, heard about them, and I seems like there's been one review written, and everyone kind of copies off of it. So I, everyone seems to kind of 
put a comparison there to like a modern version of free. And I can kind of hear that. I, I don't know down the road if it'll stick, but it's, if you're into free, you definitely want to give these guys a spin. It's a, it's a excellent, excellent album. Very enjoyable. I got to get that. I got to check it out because I do like what I've heard on their previous stuff. And I didn't even know that they released a new album. So look forward. Uh, to I hadn't either. Out. And this is another one from the, my dookie friend, devil DJ. He, he recommended them uh, to me. Uh, that's two on this list. So nice job, buddy. Keep it up. And uh, everyone should give ain't got soul uh, a stream or a spin or a track play. It's, it's really, really, really excellent. All right. We're whittling it down closer and closer. Let's do another list from our friends. And it is Rob in the Hood at The Recividus. And check him out. At, uh, at Just type in Rob in the Hood. I can't even spell <laughs> what his name is. It's Hold on a second. Let me do it. I... <laughs> Noted. Raider fan. I would like to put that on the record again. <laughs> yeah. Give him a follow at the recid recidivists at T the R E C I D I V I S T S recidivists. <laughs> and it's Robin, Robin in the hood. <laughs> so let's get to his list. Um, if he had a top 15, these would be his honorable mentions. When, their Gods Come For You by Witch Cryer, Ultra by Kadabra, Senjutsu by Iron Maiden, Dreamers and the Dead by Dr. Smoke, and Dark Majesty by Cal L. Let's go back to number... See, one of the things about Rob is when he puts together a list, he's... he's he writes it like a dissertation, like a lawyer writes something. So there's so many screenshots because he really kind of gets into it, which is great. But then we should say he is another one who had an issue with his list because he, his number 10 originally was released in June. So Kadabra's ultra was his new number 10. All right. So number 10 spirit of the void by stone kind, the debut from this duo from North Carolina has a feel of a brooding concept album. <laughs> At number nine, The Mess by Yagao, the second release from the Searbrook and Germany band. Let's picture Joy Division's Ian Curtis hopping into a 1960s Caleb Coupeville that had been draped in black light. He's coming to visit and is bringing a 1963 Fender Twin Reverb. Killer tracks, Doomed to Fail and Eclectic Electric. Number eight, Introducing Holy Death Trio by Holy Death Trio. You've always known that Texas guitar smokes, but this one absolutely burns. The first length release from this power trio from Central Texas. Number seven, Heavy Shoes by The Cold Stairs. This duo is currently based in Nashville. Probably doesn't need an introduction here. Heavy blues-based riffs boil down to the essence. I agree. We both agree. Number six, Click Click Domino by Ida Mae. This is an album that almost made my top ten. This sophomore effort by Great Britain's Chris Turpin and Stephanie Jean, husband and wife, beautiful anguish lurks around every corner. Their vocals are so emotional. 
Like you can't help but feel something when you hear them sing. This album is beautiful. It's a shame it's not on my top 10. If it was tomorrow, it very well could have. I love this album. I love Chris and I love Stephanie. They are just phenomenal. I've had Chris on the show. Um, great story. They have you know, moving to Nashville from the UK. I saw them originally open up for Blackberry Smoke. They fucking killed it. Go get this album. This album, if I have to just use one word to describe it, it's beauty. And the reason why is it's because I, I find a lot of beauty and emotion, and their voice just oozes emotion. Just It's almost like the, the clown faces, the sad and the happy clown faces, right? There's something in how they both intertwine their voices that you feel happy sadness all at once. It's such, it's such a unique, unique album, unique band. Go check them out. Flat Earth Rider by Suncraft, the debut from this hard rock and Norwegian band, Drop the Needle and Step Away. The entire album will rock whatever soul you have left. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Chronicle, Prologue by Mountain Caller, an EP prequel by this London-based, mostly instrumental, heavy and often proggy band's full-length release from 2020. Immersive, Killer Tracks, it is a three-track EP. Interesting. Pound of Flesh by Baracho. This, I believe that's the second time that they are on someone's list. What would rock and roll be without some anger and catharsis among the fuzz tones? A veteran Washington, D.C. trio with fire in their bellies. Number two, Kingdom of Shadows by King Mountain. I think that's the second time they've appeared too as well yep the most yep. recent release from this greek trio proving that great heavy cosmic convergence happening in the hellenic regions <laughs> that's a he's great a that is a yeah I mean, he's I, a wordsmith jesus like i i couldn't he's gonna write my obituary i'm, I'm hiring him <laughs> to write my obituary anyway um, the album gave me serious pause about not picking it as number one. Maybe this is 1.5. And on to number one. This is the third time this album has been picked number one. I know I picked it at number six. I'm trying to think if someone else has had it. I think Rob had it on his list, but it wasn't number one, right? Rob had it at number four. Okay. Rezo had it at number one. Yeah, and so did Mike had it at number and one. so did Mike. Yeah. So, Resolute by Age of Truth. I'm just going to read the wordsmith Robin the Hood's description because I think it does, anytime he's describing something, you, you should listen to it. The second album from this Philadelphia band and unbelievably even stronger than their debut from four years ago. Tremendous songwriting, literary, and poetic lyrics. Devastating riffs and thundering sound. Leading contender for album of the year. If you don't like it, we can't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Laying down the gauntlet is Rob. So anyway, great list from Rob. Always, always love his descriptions. So go check that out. That's All right, you're up. Number Our, four. Number four. We are in, we are heavy in the top five right now. My number four is 
or by one of the most iconic bands in rock and roll history. Uh, a fantastic effort. I know there's people that are out there that don't like the newer stuff from this band. I think it's just as good from their heyday, from their height and popularity. The band is Iron Maiden. The album is Senjutsu. It is what all Iron Maiden fans want from their favorite band. It is a mixture of everything from their debut and Killers through Number of the Beast and Power Slave all the way to their last album, Book of Souls. It's like they influence themselves. And as I mentioned in the album review, it's like an Iron Maiden stew. It has something from every album and some some new stuff too. They they really went differently in, in some directions on some of the songs in terms of the, the arrangements. But Iron Maiden, Senjutsu, a great album, my number four, fantastic record. Can't wait till they tour on it. Can't wait to see them live. Go get this album. I, I don't know how this album didn't make my top 10. Uh, I, I agree with everything you just said. And, and I remember listening to your episode where you're talking about the album. And you, the Iron Maiden stew is, is really apropos. That, it, that's a great description for, for a really great album. I, and, but I, I'm, I'm with you. I know a lot of people that aren't wild on it. And I, I don't get it. I thought it was really good. But so good selection. Definitely a, a, a strong album, a great follow-up to Book of Souls. Okay, so number four is a, a turbo recommendation. Um, he knows how much I love this album. This could have easily come in at one or two. Um, it's an album that lyrically I, I needed. And honestly, I'm kind of surprised that there haven't been more albums like this. Um, but it was an album that was just on Rob's list and obviously Turbo's list and it's Pound of Flesh from Baracho. Uh, it's heavy, it's fuzzy, it's crunchy, rippy, big grooves, but you know, what, what hooked me into it is honestly, this is a stoner rock rebellion album. I mean, th- this really is, if you, if you sit down and listen to this and listen to the words and listen to what they're saying and, and feel the, the, um, the anger and the angst and the annoyance and the frustration and the, the, the just everything that they're putting out there. Um, it, it, it's something that I needed, um, but not to be overlooked by everything I just said. The song that came from the sky has one of the best big grooves of something that I've heard in 2021. It, it's just big heavy, crunchy groove. I love it. I listen to this album at least once a week while working out. It, 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 it's great, and I'm happy that, that, that Turbo turned me onto it, and I'm really happy that Turbo and Rob had it on their list, so maybe if three of us are talking about it or have it on a list, some other people out there will give it a listen, but if you're looking, if you like Stoner Rock and you need a Rebellion album, this is where you want to turn. I gotta check it out. I, um, I had not heard of it until I started seeing people's lists, so... I gotta, I gotta give that a listen, but that's a good pick. Thank you, sir. All right, who's, who's up now? Uh, it is Terry, the playlist queen. I tell you, yeah. if I say that, I think I say this every time we do these episodes. But if you want, or if you want to follow someone that 
plays or, or knows a plethora of new music and new bands and has these epic, legendary playlists that if you're not familiar with new music or if you think new music sucks or you're curious about new music, following Terry Taylor on Twitter at TAT2630 and following her playlist on Spotify, there's no excuse if, if, if you feel, A, that new music sucks after you listen to some of the stuff. If you're curious and don't know where to turn, listen to one of her playlists. It is just legendary. I mean, they're like seven days long. Now, of course, she doesn't expect you to stay up <laughs> for like seven days straight, but you will have a week's worth, two weeks' worth of music to and from work when you're working out, when you're cooking, whatever. You got to give her a follow. She's a great advocate for new music, and uh, I enjoy every time she does put a new one out. And she's a concert hound, too. Yes. She goes to a lot of shows. Well, let's get to her list. Her honorable mentions, Inglorious Heroine, Florence Black, Weight of the World, Seether, Wasteland, The Purgatory EP. Number 10, Cavo, Bridges, Bright Nights, and Thieves. Number 9, Sweet Crisis, Tricks on My Mind. Number 7, Ghost Hound, A Little Calamity. Number 7, Yesterday's Gone, Set in Stone. Number 6, Ashley Sherlock, if you're listening. Number five, King Mountain, Kingdom of Shadows. Number four, Tremonti, Marching in Time. A lot of people have that on their list. Number three, Robert, John, and the Wreck. Another one that's on a lot of people's list. Shine a Light, Ami Brother. Number two, Zeta, Hardly Alive. And number one, the self-titled album by Blacktop Mojo. So there you go. Great list, Terry. Good list, Terry. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're whittling it down. We're in number three. We're at number three, I should say, as we get closer and closer. And the band that I'm going to pick for the third best album, or my third best album for the third quarter in 2021, is by a band that I recently just saw live. Uh, the album is Tell Your Girls It's All Right. And the band is The Dead Deads. This is a great album, too. I I love albums that are diverse. And this is no exception. This is just a fantastic album and how it's produced and what they wanted to accomplish. A very aggressive album in terms of raising their level of play and, and raising what they wanted to do musically. It starts off with Sea Beast, and you immediately hear... A horn section, which is just fantastic, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um, goes on to Thinkers and Prayers, which is, or Thinkers and Prayers, I should say. And it's a tongue-in-cheek song about, you know, the people that, the preachers and the thoughts and prayers people always give. And it's a very interesting song, a very interesting take. First Tooth, great song, one of the singles off the album. Hey, Girlfriend, another great song. Dead Inside, Murder Ballad 2, which has Corey Taylor uh, performing with them. Love In For Blood, Love uh, Deal With Me, which um, is a fantastic track, again, with the horn section. And Out of the Sky and Ends with Cure for Life. 
when I interviewed MetaDead last month, or yeah, in September, um, she mentioned about this album being about empowering young girls in this day and age. And that's kind of like the theme or the message that um, that this album has. It's pretty powerful. Um, they're great performers. They're a great band to see live. They both encapsulate a band but have their own uniqueness about them, which is really cool. I interviewed Daisy Dead back in the spring and um, band that I just really do do enjoy listening to. Um, they're a mix between grunge and hard rock and like you hear like the Melvins and Kiss and you know some of you know some of these other bands from the 90s just a really cool kick-ass rock band these these um they're gonna be rock stars they already are so check out tell your girls it's all right by the dead deads hey let's keep talking about it because it's my number three this is an album that um from the moment it arrived in my house i've not listened to anything as much as i've listened to this this is fantastic um, I love how playful, fun, kind of coy, but yet genuine and thoughtful and serious and angry the, the writing is, how it is lyrically. It, on top of the fact that the music is excellent, the vocals are excellent, but I, it, it strikes a chord in me, and, and I know that I'm not necessarily the target of of, of their message, you know, so to say in the, in one sense I am and in one sense I'm absolutely not. But, um, this is so strong of an album. Um, I love dead inside in for blood and deal with me. I think every song in here is great, but those three are, are, are really, really good. Um, and, uh, I play it a lot. I, I'm sure my wife has heard it a few times. I did play it one day to see if, she, if it would pique her interest in it, and it certainly got her interest. So uh, that's always a good sign for, for mass appeal. <laughs> but um, Tell Your Girls All Right from the Dead Dead is, is a stellar album. Yeah, I agree 100%. They're on tour right now with Candlebox. So if you yep. have a chance to see them, please go see them. Please do. Uh, it, they're just fantastic. Fun band to see live. They just match what they do on the album with their live performance. And uh, go check it out. All right. So let's get into our next member, our next follower, which is a guy that puts together some great stuff on Twitter. Um, He's a really good follow. He really is very passionate, like we all are, about new music and new bands. He uh, really brings a lot to the group with you know who he posts and what he posts, and that's new classic rock in North America. You can follow him at NCR in NA, NCR in NA. Give him a follow on Twitter. His list is at number ten, the album number four by the Metal Birds. That just was released on. Thursday. I have not had a chance to listen to it yet, so looking forward to getting on that. Number nine, Sonic Fuel, self-titled album. If you like 80s glam metal and hard rock tones, you will like Sonic Fuel. 
Number eight, Blue House, the self-titled album. Ever since Purify My Soul came out, I've been waiting to see what else Blue House would throw out there. Not disappointed. Great hooks and riffs. Number seven, this album keeps appearing. I got to check it out. Robert John and the Wreck. Shine a light on me, brother. This band is well as a well-oiled machine. They know how to write a really good song, and they roll them out in this album. A little on the lighter side of rock, but for me, a solid album. Number six, once again, The Age of Truth, Resolute. Some really, really good songs on here. Vocals work really well with the music. The music is a solid combination of hard-edged rock and satisfying guitar tones. I agree. Number five, once again, The Cold Stairs, Heavy Shoes. What more could be said, but this is a good album. I've said many times before to anyone who will listen, these two put out only solid songs. Number four, The Dead Deads, Tell Your Girls It's All Right. This one could have been higher, and I have to apologize for not being able to get over a couple things, as he said. There, there are certain things added to songs for texture. Some of those textures I personally don't like, and I can't get past it. That being said, a fun album to listen to with well-put-together songs. Number three, Shaw Davis and the Black Ties, Red Sun Rebellion. They come out of the gate with four really strong songs right in a row, and while the second half is not as good, the first half of the album, it is still really solid. Number two, Zeta. Once again, I think someone else had that on their list too as well. And you, didn't you have it at number? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had that number 10. I think Terry yes. had it at two or three. I don't think they're, they're, they've come close to what they can be. They have a great sound, strong singer, and their production team did a great job. I mentioned in our group chat that I had a hard time reconciling the trombone, but they made it work. <laughs> um, number one, Blacktop Mojo, uh, once again, appearing on his list. This is a rock album. They don't miss on a single song. There is more than enough variety to keep it interesting the whole way through. Standout songs. Wicked Woman, Rewind, Darling I Won't Tell, and Tail Lights. So good list there for NCR in NA. Solid, solid list. Yeah, love it. Love that list. All right. So we're going into number two. Number Ooh, two, what do you got? This uh this is a pretty stressful thing for me because like I said, I just made the determination this morning. Um, yesterday could have been a different story, but I'm going to go with the cold stairs, heavy shoes at number two. This album is incredible. I mean, so many killer riffs, so many great tunes, so much like it just stays with you when you're done reading. Like those riffs just grab a hold of you and they, and you can't shake them. You just fall in love with Chris's guitar playing. The yeah. album is, there's not a weak song on the album. I don't really think there's a weak song on any of these albums I picked, but this is a master, masterful album. Seeing them live, as you mentioned, holy shit, they are fantastic. <laughs> like, I I went up to see them back in August, I want to say. Was it August or early September? Out in a sub- suburb of Chicago. And I had never seen them live, and I had to go to the show because I love the band. I love everything about them. And they absolutely delivered. What's very unique about this band, that being a two-piece, that I don't know of another two-piece band that has the bottom end 
that Chris gets out of his guitar tone. It's very unique. It's very different than the White Stripes. It's very different than the Blue Stones. It's very different than Ida May. And it's very different than the Black Keys. If, if you're a blues fan, you will love this album. If you're a rock and roll fan, you will love this album. Seeing them live, Brian on drums, I can't, I can't describe how awesome he is. I know Chris is a great guitar player, and he's the freaking riffmeister. Brian has an unbelievable pocket and an unbelievable crisp sound that a lot of drummers work their whole lives to get that sound, that tone on their drums. And he fucking nails it. Awesome, awesome live show, awesome band, awesome album. Check out Heavy Shoes by the Colts Stairs. Great, great, great pick. <laughs> I can't believe it was so far down on my list. I can't but I cannot either. disagree with you. Yeah, I can't disagree with you with putting it number two. I wouldn't have been able to disagree with you if you put it at number one. Uh, it's that good of an album. Um, so my number two was um, a recommendation from the aforementioned new classic rock in North America. Uh, he had it on his list. Um, and it was an album that I completely and utterly fell in love with halfway through I get it it's a it's Shaw Davis and the Black Ties Red Sun Rebellion uh, modern kind of blues rock trio I think they're out of Florida uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure on this but big clean big big guitar riffs um, great groove in this um, you know I mentioned when we talked about when I talked about Baracho they've got a big fuzzy, crunchy groove. This has an equal groove, but it's not fuzzy or crunchy. It's clean, and and the hooks in here are great. Um, my favorite song off of this is If I Stay This Way. It's right up there with the song from Sweet Crisis of, as one of my favorites of the year. Um, I get lost in this song in, in a really good way, and there is a um, mesmerizing guitar solo at least for my brain and ears um, I need this on vinyl so in the event that Shaw Davis or any of the black ties of their management are listening a piece of this on vinyl would be fantastic please um, again vocals guitars vocals and guitar vocal and guitar for days that's what this album is fantastic um a little bit of everything in this album as opposed to the dip, you know, the different song types. But again, you want to listen to one track. If I stay this way, if you follow me on Twitter, you've probably seen it before. Cause I think I tweeted out like once a week. I love this song. I love this album. And I just hope we can get it on vinyl. soon. Awesome pick. Great description. If you've been on Thank the you, fence sir. of listening to that band, I think Chris, uh, sold the deal to you so go check them out if you're listening and you want new rock i have to check out that album i have not listened to it yet i think this is like sweet crisis right kind of right up your alley um good good stuff i i i legitimately think out of out of all my lists like i know you know that 
the bulk of these, but Shaw Davis and Sweet Crisis are two that I think you would eminently enjoy. All right, so let's get into another list. We've got two to get through, and plus our uh, look back on our picks before we get to our number ones. Let's go to Christy Eneagle. You can follow her at Christy Eneagle on Twitter. Uh, another great advocate for new music. Um, very, very uh, uh, special friend of the show here, too, in that uh, she knows a lot about the business side and what's happening with music technology-wise, streaming-wise, the business side, like I said, there's no one better. And if you're a podcaster listening, get her on your damn show. Don't wait. I know Crobas and Fire just had her on, so she is a legend, so go get her. Uh, her honorable mention is Gorilla Riot, the Soulless EP. Uh, Tropical Fuckstorm is another honorable mention. Uh, Deep States. <laughs> Uh, number nine, number 10, uh, The Killers, Pressure Machine. Number 9, Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real. Great band, by the way. A Few Stars Apart. Number 8, Bad Flower. This is How the World Ends. Number 7, Robert John and the Wreck. Another list for that. And Shine a Light on Me, Brother. Number 6, The Cold Stairs. Very familiar, as we both mentioned that band. Heavy Shoes. Delco Detention. It came from the basement. At number five, number four, The Dead Deads, Tell Your Girls It's All Right. Number three, Crownlands, White Buffalo. Number two, The Age of Truth, Resolute. I think it's on all but one of our lists, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's a couple, but yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a pretty dominating performance. Yes. <laughs> and number one is the self-titled album by Blacktop Mojo, which, again, I think probably Age of Truth and Blacktop Mojo are probably tied for being on the most lists. Yeah, I think so. It's a good list, Christy. Very, a little surprising. But very good, good list. list. Our next list is a newcomer to the show. <clears throat> I'm very excited to uh, have him part of our, our chat that we do with new music. Had the pleasure of meeting Aaron the other uh, or a couple weeks ago at the Dead Dead show. And he is part of the of the Itch podcast, the Rock and Roll Radio and Podcast Show. Great to have him aboard. Great to see him at the show. Great to meet him. Um, we've been chatting on DMs for a while. And as I mentioned in the Dead Dead's concert review and album review, I walked in and I had the vinyl and the CD with me, and he's like, hey, you got some really good stuff. I'm like, yeah, I love this band, and I'm talking to him. He's talking to me, and I look down at his shirt, and he's got the Itch Rock Radio and Podcast logo, and I'm like, hey, um, are you part of that podcast? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no way. I'm like, we, just, we were just chatting on DM that morning, so that made the concert experience so much greater. It was awesome. Follow them at Itch Rocks. Great podcast. Him. Casey and Dan do a fantastic job. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. Let's get to Aaron's list. And his top 10 at number 10 is Yannicka, Seize the Power. Number 9, Nothing But, Thie Nothing but Thieves, Moral Panic, Part 2. Or Moral Panic 2, I should say. Number 8, Calva Louise, Euphoric. Number 7, Trash Boat, Don't You Feel Amazing?, Number six, Bad Flower. This is how the world ends. Number five, Sleigh Bells, Texas. 
spelled T-E-X-I-S. Number four, Cam Cole, Crooked Hill. Number three, Turnstile, Glow On. Number two, Des Rocks, A Real Good Person in a Real Bad Place. I love that album title. And number one, The Dead Deads, Tell Your Girls It's All Right. Great list. Really, really good list, Aaron. Glad to have you on board. So let's do our recap here before we get to our number ones. My list starts off with Sleep Token. This place will become your tomb. My number nine is the self-titled Blacktop Mojo album. My number eight is Takeaway Thieves, the album nine. Number seven, D. Snyder, Leave a Scar. Number six, The Age of Truth, Resolve. Number five, the EP by Crownlands, White Buffalo. Number four, Iron Maiden, Senjutsu. Number three, Tell Your Girls It's All Right by The Dead Deads. Number two, Heavy Shoes by The Cold Stairs. All right, so my number 10 was Hardly Alive from Zeta. My number nine was 662 from Christone Kingfish Ingram. My number eight, somehow, <laughs> The Cold Stairs, Heavy Shoes. Uh, my number seven was Some of All Things from Tantric. My number six was the self-titled album from Blacktop Mojo. Number five was Tricks on My Mind from Sweet Crisis. Number four, the album from Baracho, On the Flesh. Number three was The Dead Dead, Tell Your Girls It's All Right. Uh, number two was Shaw Davis and the Black Ties album, Red Sun Rebellion. We almost forgot our... Uh... Our honorable mentions, we got to do those too. So yeah. lots of albums to talk about, you know, and we, we, we almost missed it in our, uh, in our conversation. But um, I'll go first with mine. Uh, okay. I've got a few of them. i got four of them that are, I think are really uh, great albums for this, uh, this past quarter. Start off with Seamless by George Lynch. It's really hard for me to put an instrumental album in the top 10, but this is a really good album, and it really is George Lynch just shredding away, and I really I really enjoyed it. I really thought it was great. Uh, my son made a funny comment. He's like, do you think he like writes the music before he plays, or he just you know has a feel for it? And I said, I don't know. That's a really good question. My take is that he has like a framework of what he wants to do. And, you know, he records until he feels that it's what he wants. You know, I don't think he writes every note, you know, beforehand or knows what he wants to do. I think he he demos it. And then while he's playing, something else may be added in. But George Lynn Seamless, that's on my honorable mention. Uh, Samantha Fish, Faster. Great album. Very different yep. uh, than previous blues-based albums. This is more of a, a poppier rock album for her. Right. And, you know, it's a different direction. You know, she's trying to evolve as an artist, trying to do something different. So um, I think uh, I think it's a great album. She's a fantastic performer, but uh, that is Samantha Fish Faster. And then the next one is Click Click Domino by Ida May. I mentioned how beautiful I thought that record is. That, out of all of the honorable mentions, was probably closest to being in my top 10. Uh, just, again, a fantastic record. Uh, 
very atmospheric, which is a great way to describe it. And the last honorable mention for me would be Tremonti, Marching in Time. A very powerful record, like I mentioned in my album review earlier this month. It, it has a, a great message of perseverance and empathy and self-awareness. Uh, a very strong lyric, lyric album, uh, very strong arrangements. Uh, great album by Tremonti, Marching in Time. And I just remembered one last one that I think is that I, I should note, I should mention, and that is Danko Jones' Power Trio. Great album there, too, as well. Yeah. That's a really enjoyable album. And that Tremonti killer intro, like song one right off the bat. Yeah, Bam. absolutely. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good stuff. Um, I listed three for my honorable mention. Um, one was um, a suggestion from from Rob, uh, Skylab Tapes and Rich. Um, and it's the awesome Dr. Smoke album, Dreamers in the Dead. Uh, really, really enjoyable. Uh, my second one is the self-titled album from the band Melt out of Pittsburgh. I really thought for the longest time that this was going to make my top 10. It's a, another turbo suggestion. Um, really cool stoner vibe on that. And the lead song on that, Alien Parade. Excellent. Um, and then the final honorable mention I have is, is one that I think if we had done this, if there was another week, you know, in the, in the quarter easily could have jumped into the top 10. Um, and it's the album fate wine and wisteria from the band October noir. They are a, they come off as like a typo negative cover band. But once you start listening to it, you realize that this is all original material. Um, so it could rub some people the wrong way but it really, 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 really works for me. And I would imagine at the rate that I'm listening to this, that it could easily turn up in the year end list. Uh, so again, October Noir and their album, Fate, Wine, and Mysteria. If you enjoy the typo negative, give this band a listen. They've got two other ones and the album prior from 2017, I think it is called 13 is equally as good. So, those are my honorable mentions for this quarter. Well, there you have it. So where are we at in our similar picks? We've got Blacktop Mojo. Yep. The Cold Stairs. Yep. And The Dead Deads. The Dead Deads, right. So we had a little thing going on in our group chat that the over-under was three and a half. And I have a feeling we're going to go over that. But we shall see. But we're going to get into my number one. Which I don't have any idea what it is. I usually have a good feel for your number one. I thought it was going to be the cold stairs. So I'm I'm drawing a blank. (laughs) So my number one makes me really happy when I listen to it. It also makes me really sad when I listen to this album. Um, This is a band that I've been following for a few years and I love their sound. I love it. To me, when we talk about the new wave of rock, they are part of that upper echelon or they were part of that upper echelon. And 
when I listen to this album, there's so much beauty in it. There's so much that just grabs you and pulls you in. The album is by Bishop Gunn. The title is Gypsy Cadillac. And for those that don't know the band, they're no longer. They broke up prior to the pandemic. This album was recorded prior to the pandemic and was just released recently. And their last album, Natchez, was one of my favorite albums. I think that was, that was released so back, good. In, I know, back in 2018. 18 or 19? 18, yeah. yeah. They were part of that article written by Matt Wake that I almost use as my Bible when I think of new bands. And it was the article was about bands that you should listen to other than Greta Van Fleet or bands you should know other than Greta Van Fleet. And this is how I know Matt Wake is the shit because every band that he mentions in that article is fantastic. Got Joyous Wolf, Starcrawler, you've got Dirty Honey, Dorothy, The Struts, you've got Classless Act that's finally emerging as a band now. There's some other bands that are in that article, but man, he picked them. Like, you can't argue with any of the bands or be dissuaded by any of the bands that are on that list because they're all making noise. And what's disappointing to me is this band, Bishop Gunn, should be gigantic. The voice of Travis McCready is absolutely breathtaking and phenomenal. The band is absolutely phenomenal. The magic that these four individuals were able to produce it's it's hard to find and they were able to do it this album is fantastic from the opening track gypsy cadillac which is after the intro mother music what it do nothing to lose is absolutely gorgeous on my way they do a cover of mama told me ain't it a oh, shame oh that song is so good that yeah. cover is so good <laughs> ain't it a shame is a fantastic song. Unchained. The whole album is a is a beautiful album. And it's just disappointing that this very well could be the last thing we will ever hear from them. Um, I hope someday they're able to put aside whatever caused them to break up. I don't know. I, I'm sure you know it sounds like they keep things pretty close to the vest. That's fine. That's that's how they want to do it. But hopefully one day they can realize the magic that the music they had, or the magic in them in the music, um, and puts out puts some more music out. But my number one pick for the third quarter of 2021 is Gypsy Cadillac by Bishop Gunn. That's a great pick. And as soon as you started talking, then I realized that I remembered our conversation like a month ago where you gushed on and on for 18 or 19 minutes about how awesome the album was. And at that point I was like, Oh, well I know his number one, obviously. And I can't believe I forgot it. (laughs) 
I can't believe I, I didn't think of that. <laughs> well, it, it was close between this and the cold stairs. I mean, the cold stairs, I mean, you know, there's been days too where I'd be listening to cold stairs in the car going, this is it, this is my number one. And then I'll put in Gypsy Cadillac. And I'm like, oh, God, this is so great. So, yeah, if, if you love Southern rock, if you like your music with a lot of soul, um, if you like your rock music with a lot of soul and that Delta Blues influence and incredible vocals, Bishop Gunn is 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 where it's at. So go check out Gypsy Cadillac. That's a, that's a good pick and honestly a great list. A great list. Thank you. Um, so my number one uh, came out in July and... The one of the members of this band was cool enough to actually send me a digital copy of it the day the pre-order opened. I don't know why. So I have been listening to this nonstop since May 11th. Nonstop. I don't know that there's an album this year that I've listened to more since May 11th um, or, or in, in, in general. And it is obviously uh, the Age of Truth album, Resolute. I don't know that I can say anything more about this album that smarter, more well-spoken people than me within our little council have said in their descriptions, especially Robin the Hood. Um, so I'll kind of keep it short. Um, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's just awesome. It's huge grooves and big riffs and big, big sound. Um, and as Rob mentioned, uh, it's, it's really strong lyrically. Um, and uh, my, as, as people realize, they, everyone has an album like this. Every time I listen to it, I get a new favorite song. Um, and I think right now, Palace of Rain is, is, is my current favorite, but I love Promise of Nothing and I Won and, and Horse Whip and, um, a lot of um, memorable lines uh, in this in this album. Uh, I, I just love it, I, and I love the kind of like mini jam that goes on in the last song, uh, "Return to Your Ship." But um, this is another Turbo recommendation. So again, Turbo, thank you. This is fantastic. Um, Threshold, their 2017 album was good. Just blows its doors off. Um, but in the event that Kevin or Bill or any of the other guys um, are listening. I, one, Kevin, you're crazy if you didn't think that this album is awesome because it's, it's phenomenal. But two, um, this happened a couple of weeks ago and people have told me that I should tell you guys this because you would appreciate it. So allow me a quick, quick story. I had your album in my fun little car and uh, it's a convertible. and I'm driving to the dentist and I'm cranking this album and I blew out one of my speakers. So, you know, guys, if you know a good speaker repairman, uh, if you could hook a brother up, I'd greatly appreciate it. But if I was going to blow out a speaker, this is certainly the album to do it on. So thank you. You guys made a hell of an album. I greatly appreciate it. I love it. And I hope everyone else can go out and listen to it. Great album, great band, great guys, great list by you. Um, Thank you, sir. And again, like you said, I'll, I'll reiterate it, that I don't know if there's anything I can add 
because the album is absolutely phenomenal. And I just chuckle at that conversation with Kevin when he was on the New Music Spotlight going, dude, this is a really good album. He's like, really? I'm like, yes, <laughs> it is. So it's glad to see the accolades or, or people picking it as uh, they should. And I hope that they they put something together, they find some representation and are able to uh, to get on with some some management company that can get them on a tour and um, they deserve it. They're, they're lifers in rock and roll. The album is just fantastic. So I'm going to leave it at that because I don't know what else I could say. Yeah. But, you know, again, as I reiterated at the beginning of this episode, the purpose of this episode is not to get stuck on the reviews and what we think. Well, partially what we think, but hopefully that catapults somebody into buying this music, into listening yeah. to this music. That's the whole idea of this and stuff we do with new bands is we really love promoting new music and we really love being advocates for new music. And um, yeah, hopefully there's something on this list or you, even if it's just a couple albums that maybe we mentioned or someone that we, you know, someone's list that we read, no, check those guys out. You know, oh, they've been on this, this, this band was on a lot of lists of these people that were, you know, sending their list in to Jay and Chris here on this episode. I'm going to go check them out, please. That's what this whole thing is for, you know, to kind of keep you up to date on what we like, what's been happening. And, you know, hopefully, um, you know, we, we, you know, provide some listeners for some of these bands. And, and by the way, I, I, as you were just talking eloquently about why we're doing this, I pulled up the age of truth on Bandcamp, and they still do have vinyl in both blue and red. So it sounds like a blue purchase is in my future and a red purchase is in your future. <laughs> I'm going to order it before this episode airs so I get a copy. <laughs> but no, um, thank you again, man, for doing this. It's always great having Absolutely. this conversation. It's always great reflecting on the great music that's been released over the last three months. I know we're going to have a big job for the fourth quarter. And I know when we rank the albums for the full year, it's going to be a task for both of us. That's going to suck, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we won't uh, lose any hair over it, but we've got a lot of albums to pick. I mean, dude, we're just done through, th you know, three quarters. We still have the fourth quarter. October, November are going to be big months in music. I don't know what December is going to bring. Typically bands, you know, if, if they miss that, that Black Friday crunch, um, they usually wait till the first of the year. So I don't know what's going to be coming out in December. But I know there's going to be plenty that will uh, filter into our eardrums come October yeah. and November. And, and one thing before we leave, if, in case this could get to this band... I would love to hear back from them. South of Eden, where you been, guys? <laughs> I know. I interviewed Justin at the end of the year last year, Justin Young, the guitar player, and he was like, yeah, we just released this teaser EP. We expect the new album to be coming out first of the year. And nothing. So I expect a big January, February with Joyce Wolf. Um, yeah. Goodbye yeah. June and hopefully South of Eden or hopefully South of Eden releases something 
October, November. I don't know. So we'll see. I know Dorothy has something coming out. Black Label has something coming out. Um, yep. So we'll, we shall see. We shall see. But anyway, man, thank you again. I appreciate it. This is always a blast, and I look forward to next time. Awesome. And for you, the listener, thanks for tuning in for like two hours. That's uh, very admirable of you, for you and to hear us yap about bands and albums and all that other stuff. So I, I appreciate you listening. Take care. We will talk again soon. Found it in the junkyard. Sat down inside. I thought it was my dream car. And I believed it would try. Flipped on the headlights, they were dusty and dim. And I wondered if the dog would bite as I wiped down the rims and I sang. Found a picture inside Of this girl in the backseat She was alone for the ride So I said, hey there darling Where would you like to go? But she really didn't talk too much She just stared out the window It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.